Patriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. There's widespread damage in parts of the south and Midwest after a swarm of tornadoes ripped through communities, leaving at least 10 people dead. Arkansas appears to be the hardest hit. The small town of Wynn near the Tennessee border is covered in the debris of smashed homes, businesses, and downed trees. There are fatalities, several injuries, and some people reported missing in the Little Rock area. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders on KATV. We will help our neighbors. We will ensure that every Arkansan uh, who needs assistance has it. In Belvedere, Illinois, the roof of the Apollo Theater collapsed during a tornado. One person was killed, two dozen hurt. Downed power lines made the evacuation difficult. Emergency managers in Sullivan County, Indiana, say at least three people there were killed during the storm. I'm Jackie Quinn. And this is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. This week, another heartbreaking school shooting, this time in Nashville. We thank our wonderful officers for everything that they did to neutralize that threat as fast as they did. All this and more. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Want a place where your child learns to form their own opinions, seek the truth, and see the world through God's lens? At Liberty Classical Academy, love of God and country is not controversial. They teach the foundational principles of Western civilization, including the U.S. Constitution. They're raising up the next generation of responsible citizens this country needs. Discover how your child can begin a life that inspires at Liberty Classical Academy. Schedule a tour today or attend an open house. Search for Liberty Classical Academy. You have reached the Prescription Drug Affordability Board. We are at lunch and unwilling to come to the phone right now. At-risk rural clinics can leave a message, but we don't like your chances of survival. Current wait times for breakthrough cancer and Alzheimer's drugs are never. They've been routed to states that value life-saving and life-extending cures. If you don't like it, we'd suggest you vote us out, but we are unelected bureaucrats. That means we do not care. We are the government, and we are bad at health care. Legislation is under consideration in Minnesota that would create a prescription drug affordability board a group of unelected political appointees that could decide to reimburse rural hospitals and clinics less for prescription drugs than the cost to acquire them. It puts access to rural health care at risk and should be opposed. Visit patientsnotbureaucrats.org for more information. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before. 
at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Robinsdale Women's Center needs your help. Hi, it's Peggy, RWC's Executive Director. Each week, an average of five women who were initially at risk for abortion instead choose life. Unlike some clinics that offer only one choice, Robinsdale Women's Center provides accurate information on all options so women can make fully informed decisions. RWC is debt-free and funded by donors like you. Empowering one woman today saves their baby tomorrow. rwcinfo.org. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the CIT studios... Here's the original Man of Steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting from the CIT studios. CIT providing customized technology with individualized smart banking solutions for homeowner associations. Whether it's online banking fast and simple or financing for that special HOA project. You can always turn to and trust CIT, CIT member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. And uh, want to say hello to the man who's back after a couple Weeks off. Good to be with you again, uh, Mr. Trevor K. Yeah, I know. Slacker. I took some time off. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's good to be back. Yeah. Yes. I uh, was uh, just uh, reading uh, in the uh, news this uh, last week. There were a couple of. I'm always. I'm always. Let me uh, step back. I'm always impressed and amazed at some of the people that uh, that turn to crime. There's some things that they do that you go, wow, they thought of something nobody else did. And then in other ways, you go, could they have been more dense? Sure, <laughs> sure. You got a recent <laughs> example that I would, would, would suspect. Oh, of course I do. Yes, this is uh, in uh, Virginia. There are uh, two fellows... Uh, John Garza and Arlie Nemo. 
and uh, they were in a medium security uh, jail uh, in Virginia. And it says uh, they were facing a slew of different charges. Okay. Okay. But they had uh, broken out of jail. And uh, the sheriff said that they were, they were able to put together a primitive made tools using a toothbrush and a metal object and were able to, uh, to dig and create a hole and be able to get out of prison. Kind of Shawshank, Redem- uh, you know, Shawshank, uh, uh, remember that uh, movie? Oh, Shawshank uh, vibes for sure. Yes, exactly. Has that uh, same thing going, but uh, d- different than Andy Dufresne, who ended up uh, taking that uh, bit of freedom and going thousands of miles away to another country, Mexico. Uh, our uh, friends John and Arlie were, were captured just a couple hours later. They didn't go further than a couple miles further than the prison, and they were found at an IHOP having breakfast. Oh, that's funny. Okay, I did see that headline. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, if I if I broke out of prison, I would say one of the first things I would do is go get a really good hot meal, like a stack of pancakes. There, that would be tempting. There you go. That would be tempting. I, you know, I, I don't know if uh, IHOP's going to use that in their advertising. Uh, uh, pr- you know, uh, 100% of our prisoners... Would rather risk going back into jail just to get a stack of our IHOP pancakes. Oh yeah, so good you'll break out of yeah. jail for it. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I can. I can exactly. see the campaign. <laughs> sure, but uh, anyway, they're they're back back in bars, but uh, with a uh, full pancake uh, breakfast behind them. Well, folks, we've got uh, a great show for you. We've got a lot of things to cover. So why don't we begin, as we always do, with property management in the news. In property management in the news today, we're going to deal with a question that was uh, asked on uh, the uh, TV show called Outnumbered. It's on Fox News just a few days ago. Are squatters tormenting homeowners across the U.S. with no clear resolution in sight? So with that in mind, uh, Trevor, play the audio. A Maryland couple bought a home in an upscale suburb and were just days away from moving in. But squatters beat them to it. And now the group is refusing to leave the five-bedroom home. The couple's realtor confronted the strangers occupying the home and tells Fox they were refusing to budge. It's just a nightmare. They came up with some type of printed-out lease saying that um, the previous owner gave them that permission, and it was just so far from the truth. The listing agent informed them that they were trespassing. Um, it was illegal for them to be there, and the officers should have moved them at that time. They're protecting the criminals and not protecting the actual ones that need to be protected. All right, we're going to do a very quick round here. Emily, the law. 
Uh, the sticky part about this is that, generally speaking, squatters fall under civil law rather than criminal, unless it's trespassing, which she brought up. However, you, you have to prove a lot of things before they can be evicted in that way. It is messy, it is expensive, and in places like California, if the squatter has any evidence of an oral agreement that they were supposed to live there in exchange for work, they are straight up protected by tenants' rights. So the bottom line they is... They said they had a written agreement. Spend your money in the outset... Get an alarm, keep the lights on, get a Doberman, put a foul smell around there, whatever you need to do wow. to keep people out because <laughs> it will cost you thousands of dollars yeah. to prove that those people should never have been there in the first place. Foul smell. Okay, the little deer strips. <laughs> <in> the <laughs> neck, yeah. Brian. I am uh, not for the squatters. I'm going to come out desperately against it. Solid I don't know position. where these people get their integrity, but I see this so mo so often. People that buy rentals, they buy houses to rent. It's an investment. They always have problems with the tenants, let alone when you buy a house and squatters go in and they refuse to leave. I don't know how where these people are from or who raises them either, but to go in there and live a life knowing that at any moment a cop's going to come in or an irate owner's going to come in with a gun or a, a weapon and end this thing right there, we it's unbelievable that this happens. I don't advocate that, yeah. but who knows what's going to happen when you cut into someone's livelihood. Leslie. Yeah. Um, my husband's Indian, and his family's from Hyderabad, India, and his grandfather's home there, we wanted to sell it, and we went in, and there were hundreds uh, of squatters, and we oh. ended up having to sell the home for pennies on the dollar because nobody would buy it just to get rid of the house and to get rid Ugh. of the squatters. And when I saw this story, the first thing I thought is, when did we become a third world country? I mean, we're not a third world nation, wow. obviously, but, you know, this is happening in Maryland, in the United States. It's, it's crazy. And I'm glad you shared the laws because yeah. uh, I didn't know what they the were. The laws are antiquated. That's why they are the way they are, because they stem from the past where, where it's adverse possession. You got a piece of property, you build a home overnight, all of a sudden it's yours. So it's because the laws are so old, but right. that's why legislators need to change it. To your point, it's too much of a pattern. It's sweeping the country. It's an epidemic, right. and it's not okay. Well, I'll just spice it up by taking the pro-squatter position. What? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just going to say they had a $30,000 sports car, a bevy of fast food, a black lab. And they put up signs, private property, and beware of dog. These are the squatters, too. No one can defend. Not even Wow. Oh what kind of car gosh. were they driving? A $30,000 sports car. Just the Daily Mail. There you go. Burn it down. Or you could just do the bad animal smell that Emily <laughs> said when you buy the house and then nobody will squat it. Okay, this is... Uh, Something that uh, we've reported on before, but and and it seems to be uh, something that uh, is uh, in, increasing, especially the last couple of years uh, after having gone uh, half after having gone through the pandemic, and uh, uh, there are uh, people who have been uh, without homes, people who are claiming uh, vacant homes, uh, squatters. What kind of rights do they have? What kind of rights does the property owner have? Uh, this, is a, uh, this is an issue, something we're going to talk about on today's show. But I tell you what, let's take a break right now. So don't go away. We'll be talking about this and so much more here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started. 
Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc. Thrivent.com slash disclosures. Tomorrow brings a brand new day. For your business, for your family, for the promise of new financial opportunity. For over a hundred years, CIT has been turning potential into financial strength. With the tools, expertise, and agility to bank like your best days are ahead. That's tomorrow thinking. Empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Mike Gallagher here. Now's the time to sign up for our trip to Israel this fall. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to the Holy Land this October. The Stand with Israel Tour. Thanks to our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, we're going to visit amazing places in Israel that will amaze and inspire you with every step of the way. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to learn more about this incredible journey. In Israel, we'll explore key sites you'll never forget. We'll walk on the ancient streets of Jerusalem. We'll sail the Sea of Galilee inside replica first century boats and visit the western wall a spiritual experience you won't want to miss our expert guides will help explain the importance of each and every site the food and accommodations are precisely designed with you in mind no other trip will be like the stand with israel tour sign up today to travel with dennis prager and myself this october call 855-565-5519 855-565-5519 or visit standwithisraeltour.com Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. May I take this occasion to say that the whole human race should go down on its knees, show that we're grateful for mornings like these, for the world's in a wonderful way, on a wonderful day like today. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. Uh, This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting to you each week from the CIT Studios. Now, before we get back to our topic, which is uh, an interesting one, here uh, was an instance of a couple, um, and uh, they were in Maryland. They were they purchased a home, and uh, the uh, owners who owned it had uh, moved out just days before the closing. Someone else came in and uh, were squatters and made it very difficult for uh, the people who are going to be the new buyers to be able to take possession of the home. That's what we're talking about today, squatters' rights. What rights do they have? What rights does the person have who owns property? We'll talk about that today. But before we do, let me give a shout-out to another great sponsor for our show. That would be Extreme Exteriors. 
You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors to always provide you with affordable, quality home exterior solutions. It's backed by expert craftsmanship and installation to ensure lasting performance. With over 20 plus years of experience, give a call to the company that both HOA boards and association managers trust. Extreme Exteriors. Give them a call at 651-237-0745 and let them know Gene sent you. Uh, Before we get back to our topic, let's also take a minute to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a volunteer in your homeowner association? Maybe a residential property manager wanting to increase your industry knowledge and obtain professional credentials in property management. Are you a vendor or professional offering services to homeowners and associations or property managers? If you said yes to any one of those questions, then join the Community Association Institute. The CAI is a great organization, helping you be informed and more proficient in your homeowner association board member or property manager role. It's also a great way to network with potential clients. For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit cai-mn.com to learn more. That's cai-mn.com. The Minnesota chapter of CAI holds monthly manager's luncheons, board member education training, property manager certification training, and much more. It also produces a bi-monthly informative magazine called Minnesota Community Living. Why not join the Community Association Institute today? You can do so online at cai-mn.com and select Membership. So we're talking about this uh, story, and this is from Maryland. Uh, a couple went to, to buy a home. They uh, made an offer. And just days before the closing, uh, some people move in and are squatters, making it difficult for them to take possession of their home. This isn't just an isolated case. Let me give you a couple of others. Uh, in Illinois, uh, just a couple months ago as well, in uh, Chicago, it's a story of a woman named Darthula Young. Uh, Darthula had a mother who passed away, leaving Darthula her home in the uh, Chatham neighborhood of Chicago. Now, Darthula shows up only to find that there is a family living there. And when she asks them what they're doing there, they show her and provide her with a lease that they had signed. And it's signed by someone else who has no um, no authority, no ownership in the property at all, who had taken their money, uh, and these people had paid rent, but to another person. And here they were on her property that, was, uh, that she inherited from her mother. Or how about uh, Portland, uh, Oregon? We have... Uh, Uh, What uh, happened just a couple weeks ago, a fellow by the name of Jacob Adams told reporters that he and his wife had been reporting to police how the home next door to them, vacant, again because of a death, they had reported over and over again people who were yelling at each other, fights taking place in this home. Um, One person seemed to be uh, overdosing with drugs in the way they were acting. And then a couple days later, that home was set on fire. So what is going on? And then we we looked at, uh, we were listening to the um, uh, Fox uh, story that was uh, being uh, discussed uh, with the show Outnumbered. 
And they said, are we dealing with some real antiquated laws when it comes to property ownership and people who are squatting and taking possession of property that they have no right to do so? Okay? So to understand what's going on, I think we need to take a look at what the laws are and how they were set up and why. How did it get started? Okay, so to kind of go back, the notion of adverse possession or squatters' rights goes back to our thinking at a time uh, at the birth of our nation, okay? Um, And our forefathers were thinking about how ownership of land had taken place, had been had been the case in England, okay? Now, uh, in England, where they came from, everything belonged to the king. And over time, of course, uh, the king would bestow upon others that he favored land and titles. And that's where you get uh, all of the other, uh, the, uh, the, the noblemen uh, that, uh, that, uh, and land barons that took over. Uh, they would... Uh, course, be given and be bestowed upon by the king a vast area of land and, of course, not surveyed. Uh, No one knew what was exactly there or even who was on it. And there was this idea that goes back even to medieval times that with nobility that upon uh, finding a family that had built a dwelling, uh, on land that uh, was uh, theirs, they been they were raising a family, a farm. They had a dwelling there, on part of the land uh, that uh, they gave them uh, that right to continue to continue to live. It wasn't theirs. Uh, the that uh, that uh, nobleman became the landlord that uh, they had to that they had to deal with. Now, along came in uh, America. We were breaking away from that system. And now we have someone by the name of Henry Clay in the early 1800s. And he advocated for the notion that we have a lot of families, he said, that have come to our country over the last 100 years or so. And he said they've, they've built a home. They've established a farm. And it should become property that they own. And as fast as our nation was taking possession of the vast majority of the North Americas, they knew that allowing people to establish themselves on land, unlike their England counterparts who didn't let them own the land, but they just had the right to use the land, our country would allow people to own their own piece of real estate. And it finally became codified uh, during... Uh, the presidency of uh, President Abraham Lincoln. In 1862, he signed into law what became known as the Homestead Act. What is the Homestead Act? Well, in the Homestead Act of 1862, it said um, there is a lot of land unclaimed in the United States. So if a person would make a five-year commitment to occupy an area of land. They would need to build a minimum 12-foot by 14-foot dwelling. 
they would have to agree to develop and work at least 160 acres. And they stayed on that land for a year of five years. The land was considered theirs outright. And so because of that, uh, because of that, people were able to, to gain possession of ownership of real estate where they never had before. And this was theirs. And they were able to do it without having to, uh, to uh, pay money as we do when we purchase real estate now. But they did purchase in a very real way with their blood, sweat, and tears in uh, making that work and establishing a homestead. And that was the Homestead Act of 1862. And because that was the law of the land, it encouraged people to continue to go west to be able to so that uh, we could inhabit the entire United States. So as you can imagine, when something like that comes up, there's going to be some issues that will come up with people and uh, how they deal with uh, land. Is this my land? Is this your land? We're, we're going to talk about that a little bit further. But by looking at the clock on the wall, I think we need to take another break right now. So let's do that. We'll pick this up after these messages here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact minnesotaexteriors.com. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management Inc. Thrivent.com slash disclosures. Epiphany Catholic School strives to grow your students' heart and mind to give students an education grounded in faith, knowledge, and virtue. Although educational styles change, the vision of faith-infused education never wavers. Epiphany is committed to forming students into saints and citizens for this world and the next. Epiphany Catholic School is located in Coon Rapids, serving students from pre-K through 8th grade. For more information, visit epiphanyschoolmn.org. Over-the-counter hearing aids are a new class of hearing devices regulated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and an option for adults 18 and over with perceived mild to moderate hearing loss. Get your hearing tested by an audiologist or hearing instrument dispenser. A tip sheet and shopping checklist is available on the Hearing Loss Association of America's website. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deafblind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. At CIT, we understand that in life, change is the only constant. For over 100 years, we've helped customers like you gain the financial flexibility you need to adapt to change. 
Whether you're building your business or your savings, we know that each day presents a new opportunity to turn your potential into financial strength. That's Tomorrow Thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Fantastic! Brixie for the ocean at the big Titanic. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan broadcasting to you from the CIT studios. I'm also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, We're talking about the Homestead Act of 1862. How did people come to acquiring land and owning property in the United States? It came up with its own land, uh, own uh, problems, uh, of course, and that was people who ended up squatting on land that was uh, supposed to be owned by someone else. What did the United States do? We'll talk about that in just a few minutes and how that affects some of the laws that we have today with squatters in people's homes. Uh, But before we deal with that, uh, let me just uh, remind you of just a a few resources that we have available for you. Uh, Go to our website at newconceptsgroup.com. There you're going to find a directory of... uh, Uh, preferred vendors with over 55 categories of everything an HOA is looking for in products and services. Uh, It's a a great resource, especially if you're a self-managed HOA. Uh, Perhaps you're looking for, uh, quote, managing your homeowners association. Maybe it's in managing rental property. Maybe you'd like to just connect with me because you have an issue or a question or uh, something you'd like me to tackle on the show, my contact information, past podcasts, that and more at newconceptsgroup.com. Well, let's uh, get back. So we talked about uh, the Homestead Act of 1862, how it got people really occupying and going west and owning a lot uh, of uh, what was uh, now the, what we now have as the United States but with that, there is also some issues that came up too. Okay, so uh, you had uh, uh, this uh, decree from the United States government uh, put a, a minimum dwelling, 12 foot by 14 foot, develop and work 160 acres, uh, make a commitment of five years where you've occupied the land, and after a five year period, you can come make a claim and the and the land is yours, free and clear. But there were people that en- ended up having um, ownership issues, okay? So um, th- there were adverse, uh, the cases of adverse possession, okay? Uh, and so here's uh, what uh, what uh, would uh, 
uh, what would happen in uh, in this uh, particular case. Uh, think about this, okay? Uh, let's say that uh, someone had uh, came from a large family from e- from the east, and one of the uncles goes uh, further west and establishes themselves and uh, a great livelihood and has a thousand acres uh, is able to build that up over years uh, over decades and now uh, that person dies and it gets inherited to someone else someone else goes out to the land that the uncle has and then they find on this uh, thousand acres oh here's a family in this one area that uh, they thought was uh, just their uncles. But here was another family who had established themselves. They had been on the land for over 15 years, had built a house. They were farming. They were registered to vote. They were in the area. Uh, They did everything uh, very openly. And there was nobody that uh, contested and said, hey, you're on my land. And so with uh, squatter rights, uh, the United States government said, hey, you know, if someone has been there for a 15-year period and uh, has uh, been able to use the land, has been able to uh, been uh, very outspoken, uh, they talk about it as hostile possession. And that doesn't mean hostile because someone's being dangerous, but uh, uh, that uh, simply means uh, that uh, someone was there openly and unopposed, okay? They were using the land exclusively. They were acting in uh, a manner that is consistent of someone else who owned the land. And so because of that, uh, squatter rights said that land could then be, even though it was someone else's, uh, that would be... Uh, that families, by virtue of the fact that they were there, they were uh, they were actively uh, caring and tending for it. Okay, so that's what happened with uh, with adverse possession and how that came to be a, a law that we've known and we've understood. Okay, so uh, with this law um, of adverse possession. Okay, we've talked about uh, someone will um, uh, has what's called hostile possession, which means they're open about, hey, this is mine. They're demonstrating that uh, that they are exclusively exclusively using it. They're showing possession. They're being notorious. They're, in other words, they are showing that they're being consistent with their actions of being an owner of taking care of it. Uh, they've not hi- they're not hiding this fact, and they've done it for 15 years. And in adverse possession, that means it's yours. So today, how does adverse possession take place? Because we still have issues of that. Let me give you an example. Uh, there was, a, um, in not too many years ago, uh, a case in uh, Delaware. Uh, back in 2007, there was a gentleman by the name of Burton Banks. Mr. Banks inherited land that his dad owned in the township of Ocean View, Delaware. Now, uh, Mr. Uh, Banks and his wife and family lived in Atlanta, but he and his wife and family would go occasionally 
in the summer to visit and stay in uh, the home that uh, was their dad's, and they would uh, use it. Uh, there were uh, a, a number of acres. Um, they didn't, uh, at the time, take time to say, oh, uh, what are the boundary uh, lines? They knew that uh, Dad had owned um, a bunch of acres. But now here they were in 2021 getting ready to sell some land, and they found out that they couldn't because the neighbor next door to uh, Burton Banks' father was a woman by the name of Melissa Schrock. Melissa Schrock owned goats, and she erected a goat pen uh, that also ended up taking some of the acreage of Burton Banks' father's land. Now, Burton Banks' father never seemed to notice, or if he did, never paid attention or cared that she was using the property. She was using that unopposed for over 30 years. So now here we are, 2021. Bert, uh, Burton Banks is trying to sell some of the land, and he finds out in a court of law that he's unable to because according to the laws of adverse possession, some of that acreage now belonged to Melissa Schrock. Burton lost approximately $100,000 of value uh, for the loss of real estate. How is uh, adverse possession really taking place uh, today in Minnesota or, let's say, Wisconsin, up where we are here in the upper Midwest? Uh, The cases that I hear about uh, now um, are usually related to uh, cabins and uh, uh, people owning uh, uh, land around uh, lakes. Um, uh, I had a, a cabin that I owned in Wisconsin, and that was my case. I had a driveway, and my driveway was also something that was used by another four or five other cabin owners because uh, they had to drive across part of my the land that I had because uh, that was how they got access to their cabins just a little bit further down on what was considered Old Logger's Road. I found out, of course, that I could not do anything or say anything to stop this because it was continuously being opened and used for years, in this case, 80 years or more. And so even though there was land that I owned, I couldn't have been a difficult neighbor and said, guess what, you can't use this anymore. Nope. The law of adverse possession said all of these other people have the right of way of using this and continuing to use it. And that's how adverse possession takes place today. But what are we talking about? We're talking about another type of situation, aren't we? Here was the case in our first story in Maryland where someone went to buy a home. It was vacated by the owners and just a few days prior to the closing taking place and the owners moving in, somebody else took possession and now they are claiming adverse possession. Our laws, are they antiquated? Are, do they make it too, too difficult in that case to, for, to, in, to be able to get someone out? We're going to talk about that situation, but let's take another break. Don't go away. 
More Where You Live after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management Inc. Thrivent.com slash disclosures. Tomorrow brings a brand new day. For your business, for your family, for the promise of new financial opportunity. For over a hundred years, CIT has been turning potential into financial strength. With the tools, expertise, and agility to bank like your best days are ahead. That's tomorrow thinking. Empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Immaculate Conception School is now accepting enrollment applications for fall 2023. Financial aid and scholarship funding still available. Schedule a tour today. Learn why Immaculate Conception School is your child's firm foundation. Search Immaculate Conception School. Hello, my name is Lynn Bergerhoff. You and I have a lot in common. I founded the HOA Leadership Network to connect and support HOA board leaders like us. What you do is important. You govern, administer a business, and build a community. We can learn a lot from each other and from local experts. The HOA Leadership Network has no membership fees. Just attend our monthly meetings to meet other board leaders, share information, and solve problems. Check us out at hoaleadershipnetwork.org. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. A little bird, he told me so. He said, come on, get on the go. Open your eyes, the sky is full of butterflies. The blossoms on the trees stirred up the honeybee. Spring makes my fever rise. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. Broadcasting to you each week from the CIT studios. I'm, of course, also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Now, before we wrap up uh, today's show today, let's take a moment to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association 
Here is the MHA Minute. Do you need products to successfully run your rental property business? Interested in a class about fair housing or rekeying locks? Want to use the plain language lease that is used by the majority of rental property owners in Minnesota? Then you should visit MMHA.com. That's two M's. MMHA.com. That's the website for the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, the most comprehensive resource in the state for owners of everything from a duplex to hundreds of units and for townhome and condo associations as well. They've been around for 40 years and put on hundreds of seminars, publish a monthly magazine, sell attorney general approved leases, and have countless other tools for property owners. While they are a membership organization, all of their resources and seminars and their annual convention and their spring conference and their orientation programs are open to everyone. For more information, visit the website, mmha.com. I I guess with uh, this... uh whole issue of uh, real estate and adverse possession, I guess uh, uh, part of, uh, you know, what is, uh, uh, what is at uh, stake here is that uh, if you own some property, and especially it, the larger it is and more vast it is, there is a responsibility you have to show that you have control of that, that that is yours. Uh, you need to do some things. And so uh, in case of adverse possession, if you're concerned about that, people have asked, what can you do? Well, here's a couple things that you can do if you think that this is taking place. And and let me just share with you another story. This uh, was the case and is the case of a homeowners association. It's the one that where I live, um, my wife and I in uh, Prior Lake, and uh, I'm on the board, and uh, as we were walking uh, around doing an inspection of the property, we realized that over the last couple years that there has been uh, encroachments on the association's uh, property. Uh, One homeowner had built uh, the fence, uh, privacy fence, uh, about, oh, three feet over uh, into our, where the association owned the property. Wasn't a big, uh, wasn't a big issue. However, uh, they were uh, encroaching on uh, property that was owned collectively by the association where uh, I lived. And uh, there was uh, someone else that uh, was uh, growing something with a, a garden and, and various things. And so, uh, what we did, the advice that we got, is that you need to do a couple things. Number one, you need to establish your boundaries. And so you may want to wish to make sure that you take the time to have the boundaries uh, clearly uh, established and identified and staked. Uh, you want to be able to put up some signage that lets people know that uh, this is private property that there's no trespassing. Another thing that you can do and should do, and this is what we did in this particular case, and that is we provided documentation. We wrote a letter to the two or three other homes that had an encroachment on association land, and we just provided a letter saying that we are recognizing that you have encroached a land that has been uh, Uh, surveyed and identified as owned by the homeowner association at the present time, we're going to give you 
permission and use of that bit of land, but at any time in the future and without further notice, if the association needs that, we will uh, we will be able we will ask you then to move that fence or or whatever it was. Now we stated that because again, uh, wasn't the end of the world that the fence was a, a little bit over on land that we were probably not going to. Uh, used, uh, not another home was going to be built. But guess what? If something happened where uh, uh, the uh, sewer pipes needed to be worked on and you had to dig uh, things up, now all of a sudden you don't want someone else saying, hey, you can't do this, this is my land, when you need uh, to have uh, access. And so we provided that documentation and and so if you think that there's adverse possession, um, we're told that the things to do uh, clearly make sure that you establish the boundaries, show some signage uh, that it's privately owned, no trespassing, and then also provide documentation, a letter, giving recognizing that you're giving someone temporary use and that it isn't permanent, okay? So if you think that adverse possession may be taking place. That's something you can do. However, with uh, what you know about adverse possession, what would you say uh, that it might be very pertinent to look at updating those laws for today? We had the case of uh, earlier, remember, Darthula Young? Her mom passed away. She lived, Darthula lived somewhere else. It was probably, you know, uh, after the the death, and by the time you go through uh, probate and uh, and be able to get possession of the home, you're talking about six, nine months. Someone else uh, had uh, made had uh, made an, a a uh, was a criminal in that they said that they owned or managed the property and put uh, someone else in. Uh, Darthula's mom's home, and this person had a lease. So if uh, that is the case right now, our uh, our adverse possession laws state in Minnesota that if someone has adverse possession uh, and it's uh, in someone's uh, home, you're going to have to go through the process of the eviction process. Uh, because... Uh, uh, the law, if you call the police and say, hey, police, these people are these people are trespassing on my property. And the person says, no, we aren't. We have a signed lease. The police aren't going to get involved with this because it is a civil matter, not a criminal matter. OK, that's uh, clearly the case. And so you may have to go through uh, time in uh, going through the eviction process to get someone uh, removed. It's unfortunate for both, but to me that makes sense. But in the particular case of uh, this uh, uh, Delaware couple, just a day or two before they close, the sellers move out. The sellers clearly did not ask anybody to uh, to do that. These people uh, in had no furniture in their home. They didn't have adverse possession where they were acting in a notorious way. Remember, consistent with ownership or rentership. The people 
in Chicago did with Darthula's mom's home. They were already in there. They had their beds in there. This other couple didn't. They didn't have anything. But, but they had a sports car in, in the in the driveway. I don't know that uh, those kinds of laws should apply to them. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense. To me, I think we could be a, a little bit more uh uh, a little bit more of a take more of a common sense approach, don't you think? Um, I think it makes much more uh, makes much more sense to be able to say, "Hey, you, you can't uh, you can't do this. You're not showing that you have adverse uh, possession that you have been doing this for uh, a, a great period of time." I think we could use common sense and say, no, you're you're just trespassing. And because of that, you've got to go. I, 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 I think there's some I think there's uh, some middle ground that we can uh, we can go to here and uh, not just uh, uh, have to uh, to go through some of the uh, long path of going through eviction in that case. It just makes sense to me. OK, so um I don't know. I, what what do you think about all of this, uh, Trevor? I mean, it's a mess. I feel like no matter which way you spin it, obviously the laws need to be updated, and I think we need to start there with the antiquated rules. Um, it's scary, too. I mean, I heard the news commentators in the first segment with that news clip talking about, like, well, maybe you just burn it to the ground, just the casual reference to that, or like, oh, it's a matter of time until someone comes in with a gun. Like, it's it's... Well, the, yeah, yeah, they they were, yeah, they were, and and again, they were quick to say, "Hey, I'm not advocating this." I'm still but... irresponsible. <laughs> it's so it makes me so mad. You don't even know. Yeah, but 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 you're right. The the way we are today with uh, with uh, people, and um, uh, there's some people that uh, would uh, probably uh, just get uh, very uh, upset and begin to take the law in their own hands. And start doing things that they shouldn't, and 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 in uh, forcibly uh, removing someone, and that's going to cause, to your point, yes, additional possible um, uh, horror of uh, people getting hurt in in this whole mess. But to me, it seems it seems that uh, we can take a look at uh, those cases individually. Case of Darthula again. Uh, young, these people were in there for months renting the place. Uh, they showed adverse possession. Their beds were there. Their furniture was there. They had a lease. They were duped. Uh, and so going through the eviction process, yes, that makes sense. This other couple, a day before they uh, close on their house, they find that someone moved in after the Sellers moved out. They had no furniture, nothing at all. Come on. I think we can say um, that's just trespassing and we can get them out. Well, hey, that's all the time we have for today's show. Thanks for joining me. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, we've got always a lot more to cover here on Where You Live. We'll see you next Saturday. How sweet it is to be loved by you. 
salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Savior of the world. How do we know this? He rose from the grave the third day, just as God has said through the prophets. Hi, friends. I'm Mark Henry, pastor of Revive Church in Brooklyn Park. Let's celebrate Jesus together this Easter. God has a plan for you, a freedom, hope, and life in Christ. The Bible says he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Don't miss the celebration Easter weekend at Revive Church, Saturday night, 4 p.m., and Sunday morning, 9 and 11 a.m. Find us at revivebrooklynpark.org. Your traditional water softener wastes water as if you ran a full washer for just a pair of socks. Commerce Wet Technology Softeners will save you water and salt. Save $400 when you trade in your old salt hog to Commerce Water. Go 